out. Stop yelling at me. Three, two, one, zero. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Come here for a minute. I want to talk to you. Bang, 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 bang. Can't find peace of mind, brain needs an overhaul. views expressed on this broadcast of the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show are those of the co-host and guest and do not necessarily reflect those of our affiliates. The topics and opinions on today's show should not be considered as medical, That's psychological, right. or professional advice. That's right. Take 12 Radio is not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. Praise now, God. here's your host. The man. Uh-huh. The myth. <laughs> the legend. <laughs> the Monty Man. You the truth, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Good guys, bad boys, we're all the same. Saved by grace is the name of the game. Turn around, hit the ground, time to lay a burden down. Yes, it is time for Tony. Hi, Tony. <laughs> Good morning. In Denver. Hi, Denver. Howdy. And Marv. Yes, I'm uh, here. Everybody's here. <laughs> and I'm just a little sound effects. Happy today. Way too much. An audience, what you can't see is he looks very Hawaiian today. Do I? Yeah, with my Aloha shirt. My Aloha shirt. He's back on the bang. <sighs> he got that last night. Huh? I got a bang last night. <laughs> yeah, you did. That sounds wrong on so many levels. Welcome to the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show, everyone. Everyone is here, and uh, we're glad that you're here, and we're all here because we're not all there. And uh, that's the name of that tune. And the topic on this episode is quit yelling at me. I can't see myself. What does that mean? Well, have you ever... Has anybody ever yelled at you to the point to where you... You just you just become discombobulated, and you're standing there, and you just see white, and you don't know why they're screaming at you, and they're yelling at you, and you you just kind of paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Ever had that happen, Tony? <laughs> Do you know Walter? <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes life can yell at us and distract us, mm-hmm. and I mean, really scream really, really loud. Uh, and we hear the voices that we hear that are very, very negative. Um, it was a couple of weeks ago we talked about uh, we have what, like something like 50,000 thoughts go through our head in a day. Mm-hmm. 70% of them are negative, right? And is it any wonder that they're negative with how we're surrounded around negative stuff mm-hmm. constantly all the time? And sometimes you just got to go, you know, quit yelling at me. I, I can't even see where I'm going. There, there's so many <clears throat> voices. There's so many distractions. So we're going to be talking about distractions in recovery. Um, are there things that distract you from doing the things you need to do to live out uh, a healthy recovery and, and be able to 
be of maximum service to God and the people he puts in your life. Right? Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> bloody well. Right. All right. Well. There. There we go. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Stop right there. <laughs> it's time for Monty Man's weekly wine. <laughs> <laughs> your, your baby's back. Hush, little baby. Don't say a word. <laughs> 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 No, never hush my baby. No, never hush your baby. Well, Denver's got a baby. He'd like to yes, hush. Yes, Denver does have a baby. Denver, you got something to whine about today? <laughs> <laughs> Finally. No. <laughs> oh, come on. Nothing I'm going to share. Why not? Nothing to Come do. on, distract us. No, I'm, I'm keeping a cap on. I'm going to let it blow all at once. Okay. <laughs> You've been saying that for like a year now. I know. I, I, it's it's coming. I it's hate go, the day it's coming. It'll, it'll take up the whole show. It's coming. Marv, got anything to whine about? Oh. Come on, give us one. Mm. This is your chance to bleed. I, You know, I... I kind of hate to even say anything because... Because uh, <laughs> it ain't going to stop. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to stop. Don't get me going. Oh, yeah, we got two shows to do. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of uh, upset with the integrity of our nation, I guess. Uh, yeah, so a little bit. I better right? leave it right Amen. there. I, 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 <clears throat> Amen. I'm, I'm totally on board with that. Don't get me started <clears throat> on that because I can. I, it'll be a third show. <laughs> three hours. A three hour of show. His, <laughs> of Marv's. So, Tony, anything to whine about today? Um, my house doesn't clean itself. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> when will they get that right? You know what I mean? They got those, you know, $1,200 round things that... Clean your floor. Clean your floor, but do they? Well, if you know. leave the door open, apparently it runs out the door and keeps going. <laughs> I just read that. Somebody really? Had, yeah, they'd left their door open and the vacuum wandered off. I mean, when you think about those those silly discs that run by themselves to clean your floor, the container in them isn't very big, mm. right? So you got to follow it around and dump that little container out about every second sweep. Oh, well, you might I as well just use a vacuum cleaner, right? Like walking the dog. <laughs> And they're expensive. Oh, I do have one wine. Nevaeh okay. is driving me crazy. She barks at everything, even when there's nothing outside. Maybe there is something outside. I don't know. Ah. I think she sees ghosts. She's a dog, though, right? Yes. A they, they bark. Puppy. They bark. People talk. Cats meow. Babies, dogs bark. Babies whine. Everybody needs one good dog. <laughs> that, that's right. <laughs> she, she's a good dog. but. <laughs> okay, so here's my wine. You probably can guess what it is. I posted enough of it last week and the week before. <laughs> so you know me. I have no problem throwing names under the bus. Ooh. Albany Red Robin. Ooh. Albany Red Robin. Red Robin. Yeah, mm-hmm. Red Robin. <clears throat> so, oh, you don't have Facebook. You didn't see it. Huh? No, man. You did, yeah, you don't have social media, so you didn't see the, the see the pictures. So no, I didn't. One day, a few weeks ago, we went into the to our local Red Robin. By the way, the manager's name is Monty, spelled with an E. And I'm very, very disappointed in him. Um, so we went into the Red Robin. They sat us, sat us down at a table, and there was 
garbage everywhere. There was like pieces of lettuce. There was a tomato. There was crumbs everywhere. I mean, big hunks mm. all around our table and under our table. Now, first of all, if anybody's been in the food and beverage business for more than a day, you don't sit a customer down or a guest down at a table that's filthy. Mm. You don't do that. Um, and so then I started looking around, and it was the same at just about every table. And the floor was just – there were paper straws everywhere. And then I looked over, and we were pretty close to the kitchen. And the kitchen floor had garbage on it and food, and they were just Ooh. walking on it and stuff like that. So I took some pictures. I had a lot more <laughs> um, that I could have put up. And uh, and I and I posted it, and you should have heard the ex- or read the excuses people were giving. Well, you know, sometimes they're busy. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, not that busy. If you're that mm. busy, you're too busy. Mm. And and I mean, it was not only was it unsanitary, but it was it was a safety hazard. The floor in the kitchen was sopping wet. They don't have any of those rubber mats, you know, the yeah. skid proof things or anything like that. It was sopping wet. Um, and so we said something to the waitress and the waitress goes, oh my, oh yeah, mm-hmm. guess, you can't, guess you can't eat off that floor, can you? That's what she said? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, okay, so we had a gift card, mm-hmm. right? So we had money left over on the gift card. So we're not going to, we're not idiots. We're not going to not go back at least use oh. up the gift card. Oh. So a week later we go back. Same thing. Same salad. Yeah, it looked like it. <laughs> Same thing. And uh, I wrote corporate, and they gave me a reference number. They never got back to me. I wrote the, the the local store, and the manager, Monty Blunt or something like that, um, he said, uh, we, we apologize for your experience. Uh, we'll take care of it. Well, I've got, I know this is a small community, so I know plenty of people that go to Red Robin. They haven't changed it. Mm. It's still as filthy as it ever was, uh, and I, I don't. There, come on, man. Maybe it's because of the government shutdown. That might be it. <laughs> that might be it. We could blame that on Trump. You know why Red Robin's a mess? Trump. President Trump. <laughs> why not? He gets blamed for everything else. I'm surprised the health inspector hasn't wrote him up. You know, I'm, yeah. Well, one of these days. Maybe, but th- but I've been hearing that it's been going on that way at Red Robin for a long time. That's nasty. So nobody, uh, Scott and Lynette mm. from our home group, they experienced the same thing. That was last year or year before last. So anyway, there's there's my wine. Burned them down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's all I have to do about a wine. Um, <clears throat> dirty floors. <laughs> Dirty floors. All right. Uh, let's see. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to play a little Take 12 trivia. No win. I was about to say no win. No, no win today. Perfect. <laughs> Finally. Oh, Finally, no win. <laughs> you met our expectations. <laughs> That's right. All right. Don't go away. Listen to this. Turn around, hit the ground. Time to lay your burden down. Hey, it's the Monty Man from Take 12 Recovery Radio. And for years, I suffered with tossing and turning while trying to get a good night's sleep. If my old expensive pillow had feelings, it would have been screaming, stop punching me. Each morning, I would wake up tired and irritable with a sore neck to boot. That is until I discovered my pillow. Now, I'm a natural-born skeptic, but something had to change. 
So with their 60-day comfort guarantee, I took the plunge and ordered my custom-made pillow from MyPillow.com. The first night I slept with this amazing pillow, I felt the result. I woke up refreshed, no sore neck. And in fact, I was so sold on this product that I purchased one for my wife and our son. Now, I've tried a lot of pillows, but this is the last pillow I will ever need to buy. As folks in recovery, we are taking better care of ourselves every day. Why not take great care of yourself at night as well? Visit MyPillow.com and take the 60-day comfort guarantee challenge. Now, I believe in this product so much that Take 12 Recovery Radio has partnered with the folks at MyPillow to bring you a valuable offer made available to you, my listeners. And here it is. Visit MyPillow.com and enter the promo code TAKE12 to save over 50% on your order. That's the promo code TAKE12 for you, my listeners. That's MyPillow.com or call 1-800-544-8939. MyPillow, the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation and TAKE12 Recovery Radio. Time for a little uh, little trivia. Yay! <laughs> uh oh! A one and a two and a three, four, five. It's trivia time! Trivia time! Everybody loves that trivia time. You love trivia. I love trivia. Everyone in the studio. Well, except for some people in the studio. Love Trivia Time! Brought to you by that award-winning magazine, The 12-Step Gazette. Visit their website at 12stepgazette.com. Now take it away, the monkey man! Trivia Time! Trivia Trivia! Trivia Trivia! trivia. I'm going to play that over and over tonight. Oh. Uh, uh. Oh, I need more coffee. Here, pour me some more coffee, would okay. you there, Tony? Oh, Cecil. Well, Denver was saying that he missed Cecil uh, yeah, I last did week. Thank you. say that, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You, you made the wow. fatal mistake. <laughs> did you download his record? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cecil Cecil sings. Okay, so the trivia this, uh, on this episode is uh, things that distract us. <laughs> 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 Possibly. If, if you get it right, you'll get that or a bell or a ding or or nothing at all. I mean, you may not get anything. If you get it wrong, we'll definitely give you that. All right. So, <clears throat> here we go. Yeah, keep that one handy. <clears throat> Which one of these areas of distraction caused the most death? Oh, this what? is a serious trivia. <laughs> trivia and death go hand in hand. Right? Here are your choices. Distracted walking. <laughs> that could cause me to die some days. <laughs> Why do I believe you? <laughs> distracted driving or distracted flying? What do you think? Which one causes the most Ooh. death? Distractive driving. Okay, Marv says driving. Tony, what do you say? Well, I don't think there's really anything in the air that you could distract with, so I'll go with Marv. 
Well, I guess Driving? there's birds. <laughs> well, you know, when you fly a plane, one of the things they teach you is that you have to constantly be scanning the sky with your, with your head. Yeah, because there's right, to left all the time. Yeah. So there are things to be just you can flying saucers, <laughs> Mars. What do you think, Tony? You're gonna go driving with yeah, Mars. I'm gonna okay. go driving with Mars. Denver. <laughs> uh, I like the masses going out with the planes, but I'm gonna go uh, because there's a lot of people texting and walking. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna go with walking. Are you? Well, sorry, Denver. It's not the air. No, it's actually though it's running a close second. Flying is the least. Uh, distracted driving. You guys are right, Tony and Marv. So check this out. Um, and it goes in this order. Uh, it go, uh, the From 8 to 1, um, 21% talking to other people in the car. Oh, Lord. Uh, 29% are cars warning sounds that distract us. Beep, 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 beep. These new, these new smart cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 29% oh of God. car accidents. Um, <laughs> you're, about you're about to, to crash. You're about to crash. Well, evidently die, I am. Die, die, die. <clears throat> 30% changing the radio station. Ooh. Yeah. 39% eating while driving. What? Eating while driving. Yeah. Oh, wow. Makeup, makeup. 47% looking at the GPS. Ooh. You know what's going to get me? What? Trying to open up a bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had that issue? Have you had that issue uh, while driving? Have you had that issue? Try it. It's you not easy. All over I'll the road. Put between your legs and twist. Yeah, I don't want to wear it. Do you what between your legs and twist? You just put the water around. Oh, my God. Okay, that didn't sound right. It's not. Uh, evidently, that's. Not on the list. Not on the list. Uh, talking on the phone, 54%. Not surprising. Yeah. Texting or emailing, 91%. Yeah, I can believe that. And that's not number one? Number one is checking out your apps on the phone at 92%. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. All right, here's uh, trivia question number two. Which one of these distractions do we give animals the credit for more than humans? Huh? Which one of these distractions do we give animals the credit for uh, more often than the other two are more often than humans. Number one, livestock running alongside the road while driving. So you're driving and livestock are running oh. along the road <laughs> next to you, like the sheep are running or the cows are running, and you're distracted by it. Okay. Passing gas. You know. <laughs> I almost blurted that out because I know that's going to be the answer. Not distracted. You just smell it and roll down your window. Which one of these distractions we give animals the most credit for? Uh, livestock running alongside the road, passing gas, are birds pooping on our cars while we drive? Oh, you're talking about animals passing gas? <laughs> Paul McCartney's a beetle. Go, go with the bird dung. Okay, go with the passing gas. What do you say, Denver? Bird dung. Bird dung? What do you say, what do you say Tony? Passing gas. Okay. Remember what I said about... Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> no, I'm intrigued uh, now. <laughs> yeah, you know, passing <laughs> gas, I guess. I don't know. Well, you guys would be correct, Tony and Mark. It is, it is passing gas. We we blame this on animals more than we do humans. Yeah. So the sheep are in the car passing gas. 
It, no. <laughs> You're in the living room, and somebody, and you go, what's that smell? Oh. And you go, the dog did it. <gasps> the mittens do that all the time. They fart so horrible. It's unreal. Do they, though? Oh, yes. Or is it you? <laughs> no, it's them. It's the, it's the epitome of denial. <laughs> She's totally convinced it's the cats. When all the while, it's her. They have it in for me. <laughs> They're still for sale if you want one. <laughs> All right, here's number three, and, and you get this, and then you get a bonus. All right, which one of these distractions are credited for slowing down our productivity in the workplace? Mm-hmm. Eating, talking, or goo-goo-eyeing? Now, let me explain what goo-goo-eyeing <laughs> is. You're in your cubicle, and you're peeking over the top to look at her or him, <laughs> and you're distracted by looking at that good-looking person in the next cubicle next to you or whatever. So which one of these distractions are credited for slowing down our productivity at work more than the others? Eating, talking, or Google-eyeing? Anything never? (laughs) (laughs) I clean. uh, uh, I'm going to go with talking, but I'm telling you the eating at your workstation. Yeah. It's big. It's a problem. <laughs> yeah, because you're a custodial engineer, right? Yes, at, at the, uh, yeah. 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 I won't drop any names. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I'm going to go with talking. <clears throat> Lincoln County Mental Health. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Jesus. He's going with talking. All right. Tony, what do you think? Okay, I'll say the third one, Google I Google I Yeah. Okay. And just because of the fact when James used to come into my work and we weren't dating it and he would fix stuff, I would just be like Oh, you were Google I was Google Yeah. He was Google back though. Oh. So we okay. were flirting Google I Okay. All right. What do you think there, Marv? <laughs> I'm gonna go with Danver talking. Talking? Well you all would be incorrect. It is eating. It is Didn't eating. Really? No, he said talking. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, and and what they've proven is that if you uh, if you try to eat through your lunch hour, for instance, your productivity actually drops. You, you're not getting more done if you're eating and working. You're getting mm. less done. Um, and then which, whatever you're doing, um, the quality of it goes down because your attention's on the eating. So people that are eating or snacking while they're working. It's more distracting than actually even talking. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, but the goo goo I'm sure that goes on too. <laughs> All right, here's your last one. What is the most, what is the most newest? There's some good English. What is the most newest? <laughs> what is the newest craze that is causing so much distraction that people involved are getting hurt? Here's your choices. Pokemon Go. <laughs> You know what that is? People I still have no yeah. idea. Yeah. Okay. So, so Pokemon Go, uh, Marv, is people get on their phones and there's an app that has a GPS on it, and they're given certain coordinates, and they follow it on their phone to find where the next note is or the next whatever it is. Battle it's, station that's, or something. Yeah, yeah. Something that's been being hidden in in some place on in town, right? Oh, and so okay. they have these competitions and people are walking around not looking where they're going looking at their phone okay so pokemon go the bird box challenge yeah i don't know what that is okay i'll explain to you the bird box challenge or or the boiling water challenge (laughs) (laughs) we can only hope it's boiling water (laughs) 
So what is the mo- the newest craze that is causing so much distraction that people actually are getting hurt? So the Bird Box Challenge, there's a movie with Sandra Bullock mm-hmm. in it called <clears throat> The Bird Box. It, mm-hmm. it just came out on Netflix here a month or two ago where it, it's a sci-fi where there's this entity. Nobody can see it, but it can see you and it can tell if you're if you're looking at it. And if you look at it, you die. You don't know that you're looking at it until you die, right? Oh, so she realizes this is going on. So she takes some kids with her, and one of them is her, one of her own ch- children. And she blindfolds them, and she's blindfolded too, until they can maneuver their way through the country and towns and so forth to get to this safe zone. Well, people have picked up on this, and they're putting blindfolds on, and they're walking around trying to maneuver wherever they live or their workplace or whatever with blindfolds on. And it's called the bird box challenge. So in the movie, the bird box, the birds are in a box. Check this out. The birds are in a box. And when they, they don't, they don't die if they see this entity. Right. But they do, they get very disturbed and they squawk and all that. So they know they're close to this entity. So they, they use the birds to kind of guide them. So it's called the bird box challenge. So, which one of these new crazes is causing people to get hurt more than the other? The Pokemon Go, the Bird Box Challenge, or Boiling Water Challenge, where they actually take boiling water and pour it over their heads, like they used to do the Ice Box Challenge. Now, all three of these are literally going on. Which one, though, is hurting more people right now? <laughs> oh, God. I'm surprised you didn't put the fourth one. Teenage drinking um, boiled tampon water to get high. What? Yeah, that's a new craze. You money. Okay, you, you missed that. I'm done. Yeah. I am totally done. <laughs> I am totally done. We need to build the oh wall. <laughs> yeah. Please. There is an article on it on CNN. So you're saying that they're boiling boil- tampon water. boiling tampon water and drinking it? Yeah, I I I believe they're clean tampons. They did not specify, so I'm not going to quote anything, but Oh, that would not be good. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Just go to the well. Did I come here on purpose? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I am <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Birdhouse. Just when you thought it was safe to go out in public. <laughs> I say the bird box one. Bird, bird, bird box. box. All right. What do you think, Marv? Uh, I'm gonna try the first one. Pokemon Go. Okay, Jennifer. I, I see these uh, pokey people out in front of the courthouse all the time. We have a hot spot there. Yeah. You know they'll show up about once every other week. Right. Uh, hordes of them with their Parkers on and their fancy Mercedes chasing these little Pokemon things around. That's not gonna be it though. Uh, I'm gonna go with the boiling water. Are you? Yeah. Mix that with Tide Pods. You got a dangerous combination. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that would have written a good fifth one. Sw- what is it? Swallowing condoms? Yeah, or yeah. What? No, yeah. no, no. You uh, you put them in your nose and pull them out your mouth, or oh! vice, vice versa. Yeah, because back here the, you got the yeah where they join together your nostril and your throat. Right. And you can at literally, I mean, they did this in circuses, right? Freak right. shows and things. Rubber now, bands and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're doing it, they're at college, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Y'all are nasty. Nasty. Yeah, tampon water. Yo, nasty. Well, who, 
I'm not sure. <laughs> do we do we really want to know the answer? Yeah, we do. Oh, okay. It is the bird box challenge. That is the newest craze. That's the one that's causing evidently 24 young people, 24 so far reported, hospitalized in critical condition. From the Bird Box Challenge. Did you hear the, about the one who was driving and trying to do it? Yes, I did. Yes, that is, I was like, Let's pull a I blind still didn't on. know what it was. But. Okay, okay, I think the key word here is young. I don't know. Right? Yours I don't know. Made me gag. I, young. Do horses do the Bird Box Challenge? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they do wear blinders, though, on the sides, oh, yeah. right? So Sometimes. They kind of have yeah, these. Driving in. horses. Right, yeah, yeah. God okay. Wow. Uh, well, there you go. There's uh, the end of the trivia <laughs> game. Yeah, there it is. That was groovy. Groovy, baby. Yeah. Oh, I got to shift after that. <laughs> you have to shift? Shift. Oh, okay. I'm glad you said shift. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Condoms up the nose, oh, tight pods in the that. mouth. Oh. Now I know my hearing's getting bad. Gee, <laughs> what, what is? What? Okay, oh I know. I know you're all pissed off at the president, but really, oh. is this what you're doing to medicate? Drinking tampon water? You accidentally, it got stuck down your throat, and then you breathed in, and it like in, in, in like what's the word? <laughs> Blew up in your throat. And then you choke yourself trying to do the condom challenge? Oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> do realize, oh do realize that this generation is coming to presidency one of these days. I know. All right? I know. Best birth control ever. But, you know, the thing that is, the thing that just... I don't get it. It's not just the millennials. It's people <coughs> more of our age oh, that are God. doing weird minute. stuff. I'm serious. They're, people have lost their minds. Chemtrails. 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 Yep. Oh my people God, are doing the freakiest. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> Quit yelling at me. I can't see myself. Uh, uh, <clears throat> distractions in recovery. Things that distract, distract <laughs> him. That's weird. Boy, we just went down a distraction thing. I'm not going to get that out of my head. The whole condom thing going through your nose and coming out your mouth. I just. Or choking yourself. Oh, not that. I can't. That's something I can't undo in my head. Uh, oh you boy. haven't been high enough. I guess. I guess. <sighs> Uh, okay, so um, the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous refers to these distractions in recovery as worldly <coughs> clamors. That sometimes, many times, what will distract us from uh, staying plugged into a healthy recovery program will be the things that the world demands our attention. Uh, and so there's a there's a whole ton of worldly clamors out there that will will interrupt our our recovery. Um, things like uh, your your job, uh, a, a relationship, um, that that car you started working on, that project you started doing, um, <clears throat> people in a meeting that are driving you crazy. So then you 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 allow them to 
take your focus off the topic of the meeting and you can't get your focus off of them because they're being such knuckleheads. And so it's it's distracting. Uh, there's a lot of things that distract us in life in general. You'd be just bebopping down the street and all of a sudden something distracts you and you turn right when you should have turned left and, and that kind of thing. Um, when it comes to recovery, though, sometimes these distractions can be a matter of life and death. Uh, and so I thought we'd, we'd look at a few of these. Uh, number one, your thoughts. Your thoughts can be a distraction. Mm-hmm. Thought is the first stumbling block that causes people to become distracted. So we were talking a couple of weeks ago, uh, Pastor Kelly mm-hmm. in church was talking about you change your thoughts, right? Then you then you change your emotions, then you change your behaviors, and then the consequences yeah. change, right? But we're we're a lot of times trying to change our our emotions, are trying to change our behavior, and and what's really driving the train is our thought process. Mm-hmm. So you you want to make sure that what you're thinking on. I mean, the Word of God says whatsoever is pure, whatever whatsoever is righteous and holy and and, and uh, forthright and so forth. Think on these things, mm-hmm. because when our thought process is focused on things that are are healthy, then our emotions tend to uh, follow, Mm -hmm. and then our behavior follows, and then the consequences are different. Mm -hmm. Um, So our thoughts can be very distractive, uh, the things we're thinking of, but we are constantly being bombarded with things that attempt to pull our thoughts off of not just our recovery, but each other and life in general. So what are your thoughts on your thoughts? <laughs> you ever, Tony, you ever have you, just your thinking? It's just maybe you're doing uh, fine and all of a sudden something comes into your head and it just distracts you. My thoughts what? haunt me all the time, especially yeah. like yeah. lately, this past right. few months, um, and especially this last month. But I'm slowly, very slowly, like a slug slow, learning how to try to... Well, actually, ever since I heard Pastor Kelly talk about that, yeah, trying to reverse them. So, like, when I find myself in a slum about my situation going on, about my illness, which is slowly getting better, too, um, I try to think of, like, the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, what's the serenity? What's the end game here? What's Yeah. yeah, What are you reaching for? What's your goal? Yeah. Yeah. But And then I get (laughs) thoughts about, well, then how do I do that? And then I have to, like, re- Gain myself again. Sure. So, does that make any sense? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that can be a distraction. Denver, what about you? What? what how, how many thoughts did you say run through our fifty thousand? Is what they say. Okay, that's a lot of squirrel action. That's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It, constantly, uh, I I would speak for me, am being bombarded with uh, uh, tons of thoughts. You know, and I'll yeah. grab one and I'll think about it, and all of a sudden, my, my mind, my attention goes to the other one. Sure, you know, and I, I don't know if that's a new phenomenon because of the busy world we live in, mm. or if it's been going on forever. It probably has been to some degree, but yeah, I my thoughts drive me nuts sometimes. You know, I just I get busy in the head. Squirrel, you ever try but, to turn them off? I mean, in a healthy way, not uh, medicate. You can try all you want. Yeah. I mean, seriously, you can try. I, I can try, try, try. And it doesn't matter. I still pick things up. Yeah. You know, 
I just I can't really shut down until I get to the point at night when my eyes finally close. And when I lay my head down, you're still thinking. From the time you wake up in the morning, your brain mm-hmm. starts running with thoughts. So right. being able to uh, find enough, uh, golly, what's the word I'm looking for? Calmness in your life to focus on, on a, a direct matter at hand is important. Because <clears throat> you're going to drive yourself nuts if you're chasing every little thought that yeah. comes through your head. Yeah. Yeah, even, even even the practice of meditation requires thought, right? Yes. You know, centering prayers, Direction. centering your mind. Yeah. And even then, I mean, I can sit out here on my patio and in the summertime and springtime, I like to, to do that and just sit. Mm-hmm. But there's a ton of stuff going through my head, even if I'm just trying to meditate on, on God or my recovery, there's still stuff bombarding me. You know, the leaves waving in the trees. I mean, something as simple as that, right? I read, uh, it started with screw tape, and then Randy Alcorn came out with uh, Lord Falgren, and it discusses how uh, spirit, this is from a spiritual right. based, uh, how the devil distracts you, and it takes nothing more than the, the flickering of a light bulb to mm. distract you when you're trying to meditate, focus, <clears throat> on, you know, on something. Yeah, the flickering of a light bulb will take your attention away, and it draws your brain over to there, and you've lost total thought on what you were thinking. Yeah. So our our we're just bombarded with are a, bombarded a, a with a thousand it. things that can take you away from a focus of a healthy fo- focus. Yeah, Marv, what about you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about it right now. I remember one old timer. Uh, you might remember him. Um, well, I won't say his name. Uh, he used to say that, you know, the worst thing he can say is I've been thinking. You know, oh, I know you're talking uh, about. Yeah. 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 And, I, and yeah. I always took exception to that because uh, uh, I got the kind of personality I'm, I analyze and think and try to figure, you know, all the time. Right. But what I wanted to say about this is uh, like, Everybody said I had the same problem, and uh, the last paragraph before we start on another subject, yeah, kind of gives you an idea. And what it is is uh, uh, accepting the fact that that's going to happen, mm. and that your thoughts I, are going to wonder. I, yeah. in the past, have gotten discouraged. It just bums me out. Uh, Especially, uh, I'll be sitting and, and trying to write a song. Yeah. And I've got this wavelength going, man, I'm great. And all of a sudden, boing, it just goes away. It mm. disappears. Mm. And it, it just, my jaw tightens up. What? No. <laughs> you know? And uh, so the secret here, it looks like, unless I'm misinterpreting, is we just need to accept the fact that that stuff's going to happen. And the principle is, you you, you know, you... You don't give up, and you just right like it says here. Then slowly return to the present moment. Yeah, it says before you start doing any tasks. So let's say let's say you're going to do some step work. Let's say you're going to go get lunch, mm-hmm. right? Uh, maybe you want to spend some time in prayer and meditation. I mean, that's where I get distracted the most. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so before you start doing any task, admit to yourself that somewhere at some point your thoughts will try to take control of the situation and your job is not to suppress the thought. Your job is to simply become aware of that thought. Then slowly return to the present moment and continue moving your task forward. So our tendency is to, is to say to ourselves, why can't I ever keep my thought process where it should be? And we beat ourselves up, right, trying to change something that's probably not going to change. Mm. I think you're I think you're right on the money. I think that's the solution. Except the fact this is going to happen and just yeah. kind of reel yourself back in cuz I we live in a world that is demands our attention in a million different areas. It, it, you know, everything constantly going on and you can't beat yourself up for it because that's that's our thought. We have an amazing brain, don't we? I mean, really <laughs> to think about it. <laughs> It yeah. is amazing. It is amazing. I don't know about amazing. Oh, I think yes. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's so yeah, I think I think Marv's got it. I think we just have to accept the fact that we're going to get our thoughts are going to get distracted. And don't. I think this is where Rule sixty two can come in, right? Don't take yourself so doggone seriously. I mean, okay, I get distracted. I didn't cuss. I didn't say what everybody else says. <laughs> But I still can't remember what I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, number two, switching focus uh, can distract us. This means trying to do two tasks at the same time. So we like to talk about the ability to multitask. But the truth is there's no such thing. Uh-uh. We really don't multitask. Uh, we can do several things that we think is at the same time, but they actually have their own cubby holes. Mm. Um, and so some people appear to be able to multitask better than others. For some reason or another, women seems to seem to be able to <laughs> multitask better than men. Um, I think maybe that has to do with the mothering instinct and all that kind of thing. And God's given women a gifting because of their role as as mom. Um, and men are more focused on one, one thing, but, um, well, let me just read this. So, so you're reading a book and you find another one worth reading. Then you immediately switch to it, leaving the first one uncompleted. Please. Oh, please don't do this. (laughs) (laughs) Now, tweakers are really good at this. (laughs) (laughs) It reminded me that story you told about, um, he started in one thing and then the engine and then the garage and then going through. Right, right. <laughs> I'm going to take my engine apart. And then pretty soon, oh, oh, now the garage is dirty. Now I got to, to clean the garage. And then I go into the house to wash my hands. Oh, I need to repair that sink. And you know, pretty soon the whole house is tore apart. Uh, and, and you say, well, you know, doing speed motivates me. Well, maybe. <laughs> uh, research has proven that our brain tends to be healthier and more active whenever we complete a task before starting another one. So switching our focus and then trying to regroup, um, that that's difficult. And that kind of speaks to the eating lunch while working thing. Mm-hmm. Your focus is now divided. So now you're <clears throat> trying to complete a task at work and eat at the same time. And you're, if you're me, you're eating better than you are completing the task. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're enjoying it at least yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, you know, I'm dropping pieces of lettuce on my chest, and you know, I'm, I'm doing typos. I'm, you know, I can't, I can't do it uh, too good. So switching our focus. So you ever been focused on something, Tony, and 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 then something calls for your attention, 
and you don't return back to it, or if you do, you can't remember where you left off. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I have energy enough to clean my house, I think, okay, I'll start here, and then I go into the bedroom to grab something, and I'm like, okay, well, hold on, and I'll do this, and then it, and then I get stressed out because I start too many things. Yeah. So in recovery, one of the things that my sponsor, he, he told me a story about a guy that was in early recovery who, um, it, my sponsor was trying to tell me to slow down because mm-hmm. I was trying to get so many different things accomplished and repair so many relationships and fix this and fix that. And he says, let me tell you about a story about a guy who went out and, he, and I, I asked him, do before I sponsor you, I want to ask you, do you have to have employment right now? And the guy said, no, I don't. I'm, I'm fine financially. That's great. We can focus a lot of this time on your recovery process. The next week, the guy went out and got a job. <laughs> right? He got a job. He bought a truck. He got a girlfriend. He got drunk. Oh, wow. The distractions of changing his focus from working on his recovery were so demanding because of his pride and ego, even though he didn't need to work, guys get a lot of fulfillment from their work. Mm -hmm. And so that's what he did. He jumped into it and he lost his focus. He switched his focus from his recovery program to the daily grind, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And then he ended up getting drunk again. So if we're not focused on what we need to do at at the task at hand and we start switching our focus we may be in some trouble. Uh, number three, feelings. <clears throat> <laughs> Our feelings are the third thing that cause distractions. Most of the time, perhaps in the middle of working on a task, some negative feelings begin to flow in, which can easily disconnect us from the current task. The truth is our feelings deceive us quite a bit, and they do, right, Marv? Yes, sir. So, Marv, you like to talk about Certain things aren't about feelings. They're about commitment. They're about follow through, regardless how you feel, right? Yes. Expand on that. Well, for an example, um, if anybody has ever read uh, in Corinthians the uh, description that Paul writes about love, Mm -hmm. you'll notice uh, in that whole thing, not in one place. Is there anything that says anything about feelings? Right. It's all action. Every word that he brings up about love is an action word. Mm-hmm. And I've thought about that quite a bit, and it's confusing to me mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, uh, at some point on an emotional level, um, you, you kind of want that emotional stuff to kick in, you know. You sure. Know? But the thing about it is, is... Uh, what I've discovered, and I'm not very good at it, I'll say that right off the bat, is that what we do will determine how we feel. Mm. If we follow the principle, like if I go into a meeting, or let's say I'm at home right. and I'm depressed, yeah, which has happened. Sure, <laughs> me too. Yeah, And I'm sitting there depressed, and I know that in 45 minutes a meeting's going to start. Well, I also know that by going to a meeting, it will help me feel better. Mm -hmm. But my depression is so overwhelming, I don't want to go. So what I do is I force myself to go, no matter what. And every single time when I leave that meeting, 
I feel a whole lot better than when I went in. So you, so you force yourself to put one foot in front of the other and keep moving. And it don't look very yeah. pretty. It don't have to right. look pretty. But I feel like, for me, I have to do that. That's what I've yeah. been taught. You know, principles, you do the principles, and then the feelings will follow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's hard. It's not easy. Right. The old-timers uh, in, in our group, uh, I've talked to them quite a bit, and, and uh, that situation don't go away. They'll tell you right off the top. You know, one guy now has 42 years sobriety, and he, he tells me, he says, look, he said, my brain is just as nuts as it ever was. The only thing different <laughs> is, is that I follow the principles of this program, and it keeps me out of trouble. Regardless how you feel. Regardless how you feel. Yeah. So if you lead with your feelings, you're going to be in deep weeds, as Bruce would say, right? Yeah. You really are. Because they're not trustworthy. They lie to you. They do lie to you. You know. And and so, yeah. So what is the, 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 the feet? How's it go? You lead with the feet and the brain will follow? Something like that? You just do it. Yeah. Just do it. And 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 who was was that Nike that said that? Yeah, yeah, just do it. There's a lot of truth behind that. Well, I don't feel like doing it. Do it anyway. I don't want to do it. Do it anyway. Mm. You know. So one one of the classes that I've taught recently out at the Teen Challenge Center has been on dealing with difficult people. And so when all is said and done, even if what you are if you're in my office and you're complaining about somebody's behavior, let's say all of that is absolutely true. Every bit of it, none of it's exaggerated, none of it's minimized, it's all true. The bottom line is, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's on you, not on the other person. So whether it's an organization, a principal, or a person, what are you going to do? Are you going to put one foot in front of the other and not allow yourself to be distracted in their stuff and just keep going? Or you're not. And so then it comes down to you got to make a decision. Yeah. And I'm I'm kind of like you, Marv. When I make the decision not to do it, I, it never turns out well. My, my depression doesn't go away. My anxiety doesn't leave. It either gets worse or it just stays stagnant and nothing changes and nothing changes. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, attention. Attention. Here's number four. Most of the time... Times when we want to do something important, it is the same. It is the same time that other things begin seeking our attention. For example, a call from a friend, a message from social media, or someone looking for us to do something for them, and so much more. The good news is that we can choose what we will give our attention to, and say no to the rest, at least for the moment. So, one of my really bad habits when 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 my personal computer was in the house. Mm is I'd get up in the morning and be on my way to urinate, (laughs) if I may say that word, on the air, and I would stop and check my email. That's that's terrible. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, I got to go pee, but I got to see who's emailing me. I mean, that's crazy, right? But, or, or, 
I'd be planning to go somewhere and I'd get a call from somebody and they they want to talk. And so my my codependent side says, all right, I got to stop everything and talk this guy through this. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I've learned that there are times when you just have to say, listen, I'm going to have to call you back. You know, I'm doing a thing with my family right now. And this is my suggestion for you. Get to a meeting, call this guy, do whatever, and 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 stop the process and take care of myself. Right? A lot of this a lot of this distraction stuff is about self-care. Yeah. About taking your uh, taking care of yourself. So, um other people will grab for my attention. Um I'll do this at work. I'm I'm trying to get out of there. It, let's say I'm closing and I'm out of there at 10:30. Right? I should be leaving at 10:30. Really? I should shut down. You know, you could come into my office and gripe about your day. By 10 o'clock. But no, no, no. You know, oh, the poor guy, you know. And then I start thinking, you know, if I don't talk to him, he's not going to get better. And all of a sudden I give myself all this power to fix a guy's problem. Mm -hmm. And all the while, then I'm home at 1130. Instead, I'm not taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. You know, and taking care of yourself is a huge piece of recovery. Right, Denver? Yeah. Yeah. You got to take care of yourself. So we can get distracted big time. And many times these distractions will overwhelm us to the point where we allow them to go so far and then we have to put the gabosh on them and then a lot of people get hurt. What happened to him? Well, he's taking care of himself. Why didn't he say anything? You know, Or they get mad. Or they get mad at you. Yeah. Um, Ever had that happen? Oh, all the time. When you've had to say, no, I'm mm-hmm. not doing this today. I'm taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. And then people get mad at you because you're not there for them in their hour of need. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. totally ridiculous. I never understood that one. <laughs> <laughs> Especially these last few months. I'm like, hello. <laughs> well, could it be, though, we, 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 we teach people how to treat us? Yeah. I've learned that one, too. So we teach people that we're always there every time at their beck and call. And then all of a sudden we wake up and go, I got to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Now you're not there anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. And then they get they get irritated. Yeah. <laughs> Any closing thoughts on this uh, distraction thing? What distracts you the most, Denver, as far as your recovery goes, as far as your sobriety and uh, your inner ser- serenity and all that kind of stuff? What is distracting for you? <laughs> the world I live in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seriously, it's just, like I said, we're bombarded with so much to, the, uh, to find that moment of serenity, that quiet time, that meditating time is really, really difficult. Yeah. You know, I, I work at it, but uh, the flickering of the light bulb or the, the chirping of a squeaky fence or whatever will pull that away. And it's mm-hmm. just going, I, I think Marv hit it, it's always going to be there. Mm. Yeah. You know, we've got to learn to deal with that and find some moment where you can uh, rest. Mm. Yeah, you have where, to. Wherever that's at and how that comes about, <laughs> I don't know. Each of us ha- are just going to have to be able to focus on that somewhere. So God, God ordained the necessity for rest, didn't he? Yes. He, he told us we. I mean, he made he made a Sabbath day, and we don't have time for that. No, we don't. Right? <laughs> don't I can't do that. that. I can't do that. So my Sabbath day, 
I ended up doing ministry. Yeah. Right? But I'm not resting. And it's really hard for many of us to sit still. Marv, do you ever do you find it hard to sit still? No. <laughs> we need to tap in. I, I, to... Marv, I, I, I have the propensity to ponder. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, but I, that's I, good. <laughs> that is really good. <clears throat> you, you know, but I, I'm like, he's got to be doing something. Uh, so, uh, Ralph Purcell, one mm-hmm. of the guys out at, out at Teen Challenge. He will come up to me on pretty much a regular basis and go, why are you still here? Because I'll be an hour past my shift or something like that. And I'll never forget what he said to me about a month ago. He says, you will always find more to do. Go home. Oh, He's right. Yeah. Because you never catch up. Mm-mm. You know, it's like trying to get caught up on sleep. That isn't, you don't get caught up on sleep. Mm-mm. You'll always find more to do. So, so those of us who are here, why are you laughing? Oh, at? my goodness. Uh, that's like, uh, I, I don't even know if I want to touch this, but I do because it's okay. funny. It's like trying to get caught up. It's like that first step when you're too drunk. Yeah. You're thinking, I'm going to catch up with that next step, and then all of a sudden I'm face down. <laughs> it just cracked me up. It, you're never going to catch you're up. You're never going to. So stop and take it a little easy. So back to the the old good old AA bumper sticker, right? Easy does it. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds cliche, but maybe we need to learn the art of easy does it mm-hmm. a little bit. But it, it drives me crazy sometimes. I'm like, I gotta get this to one of my one of my pet peeves is when I leave for the day, I want my in basket to be empty. I don't want yeah. to come back to work with stuff in my in basket. And I will I'll be kind of anal about that mm-hmm. and end up causing myself more work, right? Mm-hmm. In in the hopes that I don't have to do more work. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so I think we can all work on it. All right. Any closing thoughts there, Marfster? No. Nope. You pretty well said it all. Tony? <clears throat> um. <clears throat> I want everybody to have a happy week. Good. Happy week. Have a happy week. Well, a month until I come back. Happy week. No, and then no time for we'll that. We'll hear more baby. Happy week, louder squeak. <laughs> oh I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our closing song. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, by the way, next Monday's show with uh, CA, uh, Certified Alcohol and Drug Counselor Dave Fleming is going to be uh, the topic is going to be loose lips sink ships. <laughs> um, yeah, that's Don't they though. Confidentiality in 12-step support meetings. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the topic for uh, next Monday's show on Entitled to Overcome. And then remember, the first Monday of every month is the uh, Victory Report, the Teen Challenge of Arizona Victory Report with Denver and I. Um, the closing song on this episode is called The Middle of the Herd. And this is one of, the, this is one of those tools that you can use to help you <clears throat> not be distracted is stay in the middle of the herd, stay into your in, with your recovery fellowship, be plugged in, be active um, with them, and uh, that will help. So here's Michael Purrington with his song, Middle of the Herd.
Burrington in the middle of the herd. Hey, listen, what is distracting you in your recovery? What's screaming at you so loudly that you can't even see yourself? What is it? Do you have the power to change it? If you do, ask God to give you the courage to do so. Please. Worldly clamors will distract us to the point where many times we will return to what we know so well. So remember, do what it takes to keep your focus. Do what it takes to keep yourself on the rails of recovery. Until next time, this is the Monty Man, along with the Take 12 Recovery Radio family, and we are wishing God's perfect serenity for you. Bye-bye now. Burden down.
Mm-hmm. This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. She's a super cat, super cat, she's super kitty, meow. Yeah, kitty, 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 meow. <laughs>